This is the night when fear and horror walk hand in hand. This is Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. As ancient as superstition, as modern as the telephone. Hey, what's up? Rye here, and it's that time again. Kill the headlights, roll up the windows, light the sweet leaf, man, crank that knob. It's time for a Sabbath seance. So, today, by popular demand, I got some more sad bitching to do here for you. Earlier last month, I was joined by Angie and Emily of the wonderful band known as Black Sabbath. We were talking Cal Jam. Go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. My favorite show so far, I think, is I don't enjoy listening to my own voice. It's nice to have guests on, and that was cool. But there was a lot of great other Sabs chats that weren't, you know, Cal Jam specific that I knew I had to save for a secondary seance because it's all fucking golden here. You're going to love this. We chat more about Black Savage, the band specifically, what it means to be a tribute act or a tribute band. And the types of tribute bands that are out there on the scene, how they identify with the scene. We also shoot the shit on the Sabs in general. We pit Sabotage against Never Say Die. And spoiler, it's a two to one split. Super Nazi. <laughs> You're gonna have to listen to find out how the pins fall on that one. It might surprise y'all. There are hot takes here, some insider shit too, regarding the Sabbath reunion album. It's all gold. So let's get into it. And don't forget, to leave this podcast a review on Apple Music, five stars if you please. Check out the entire Deep Dive Podcast Network. Listen to my other music-related podcast, North by South. You know all the shit that I say every episode that should be burned into your brain by this point. And most importantly, go out and nab yourself some tickets to Black Savage Live. They're hitting the hard road very soon. They got dates in the UK, Psycho Vegas. Go to blacksavage.com. For all the deets, the latest, tell them Sabbath Bloody Podcast sent you. So maybe I can entice them to come back for another seance in the future. All right. Bog blast all you. Here is Angie and Emily of Black Savage. You know what's funny? A thing popped up on my screen that said, uh, you've exceeded the the 40-minute Mark, um, but we're giving you a gift. You can just keep going. They they like us so much. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They're like, this is good shit. They're talking sabs. One of my neighbors was like a huge Sabbath freak and played me a bunch of the first first Sabbath record I ever heard was Black Sabbath. Mm. So the first thing I ever heard was the song Black Sabbath. Like, and you know, you're a kid and you hear the church bells and the rain. I'm like, I was terrified. (laughs) What is this? You know? and then I started playing drums, playing to those records. So awesome. I thought, I literally thought that like Bill Ward's weird, unorthodox style of drumming was how everybody plays drums, yeah. which is why, and I'm not trying to blow my own horn here, which is why I sound like Bill Ward, because yeah. that's how I learned to play. So when I played other things, I still sounded like Bill Ward, like when I would be <laughs> playing in another band. So it was very strange, yeah. Yeah, so, I guess, yeah, yeah, it's what you absorb at that age, too, like, that, like, totally. really flicks in, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I filter everything in my life, just filters back through, like, 
1970, 73 Black Sabbath. <laughs> How does that relate to this? <laughs> You're my kind of people. So. I also started playing guitar because I heard Sabbath, like it registered. I, you know, I grew up in the Midwest, so classic rock was a thing, right? It's not that I didn't, but I, it registered, I think because I had maybe smoked a little weed for one of my first times. Yeah. Somebody put it on at like a get together and I was like, I think I need to just start playing guitar. Like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. I think I want to do this and I want, and I want to sound like this. So <laughs> I live at last was like the first thing like, I went and bought, you know, a cassette because that's what we had then. When I, when I think of the songs, I'll think of that, you know, that live version, but um, yeah. yeah. What's interesting is if you, if you're trying to learn to play guitar, you know, their tuning like evolved yeah. and changed. So when I was like, trying to learn to play, you know, by ear or whatever. And I'm like, why is this like, I can't figure this out, you know, like nothing matches up. And then I try to play to like, you know, the regular record. And then I'm like, you know, it was so confusing. And only now I'm like, okay, I get it. Like now I see the evolution of their, you know, they just kept going down and down. And down. Yeah. But yeah, it must be kind of wacky. And if you notice that even with, with Paranoid, it's weird tuning. Like it's kind of, it's a little off kind of thing. Like, I don't know if it's how it's sped up, so, but I, yeah. I've noticed that like I'm a shit musician, but I play bass along with it and I just noticed. Yeah, something. and some of the the streaming, like on, on Apple, I noticed will be just like a hair off, you know what I mean? Like it depends on the mastering yeah. sometimes. I mean, it, you know, it's definitely a trip when you're just, when you don't understand, you're like, I, I, when you don't, I, yeah. How when it's the first thing you're kind of learning. Yeah. Yeah. When you yeah. see him playing, you're like, how is he making that sound with his hand? One of the things that blew my mind was uh, for Iron Man, trying to just the bend at the oh, beginning yeah. that he does it behind the nut. And then once I figured that out, I was like, oh my God, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. With, with your equipments, like both of you, like, I know, Emily, you, you play a guild, right? Um, yeah. I, well, I have, I, I play SGs, like the SG, like I have two of them and those are my favorite guitars. So yeah. I have, uh, the one is for down tune. So I use the, the oh, SG okay. and then I bought that guild, um, for mm. all the uptune stuff. Uh, it's awesome. I really like it. It's a reissue. It plays great. So it, they have a little bit different sound. I mean, the, the SG is much, um, fuzzier and heavier and the, mm -hmm. you know, the guild, it's got a good tone, but it's, you know, a little bit cleaner for the, for the older stuff, you know, like the first two records. Sweet. Yeah. You're not like rocking a Iomi signature with the cross and like, it's, it's still like, it's still, you guys are still like a, a band. Yeah. Your, your own shit. So, but I like the little touches. I like the little <laughs> touches, like the, the drums is that's killer. Putting the flowers on there. Is there anything like with your kit? Like, have you evolved that throughout as, as um, and what about even let's talk about like the volume four that you're working on now. Like, is there any kind of additional percussion you're going to be bringing in to capture some of that wild well, shit that was going on with Nibby and the I, studio I play, at that time? I mean, my drums are all from 1976 um, Ludwig's. Yeah. So, um, so I, I'm really into those like three ply um, Ludwig drums from the sixties and seventies that really resonate and, and are loud as fuck. Mm. Um, and usually I play a 26, although sometimes I play a 24 inch bass drum. And so for, I usually would play um, a five piece kit. So one rack tom, two floor toms, um, you know, kick and snare. Um, <clears throat> but recently I added a little uh, eight inch tom for like, uh, 
Black Sabbath, like some of the grit, grit, you right. know, uh, little touches, yeah. Uh, Symptom of the Universe, stuff like that. You know, so as we play stuff, like, you know, sometimes I'll play a show with a four piece kit and then we have to play Symptom of the Universe. And it's like, you know, how do you play all that <laughs> ridiculous, crazy show? I, I really want to have a gong. I mean, let's put it that I really want oh, yeah. to, like, in the middle of Sweet Leaf to be able to. Yeah, you know, hit that gong. Um, you pull but out I do the have other a gong. stick. That's always the best when they pull out the stick with the pad yeah, on the, it. The, <laughs> the but they do it like yeah, like a Tommy. Yeah, yeah I love it. Um, you know, I have a I have a SPDSX sampler on my left. That okay. on it is like an air raid siren, uh, awesome. church bells. Uh, you know, like uh, I have our intro music and our outro music, which is Super Czar and uh, oh, okay. and Fluff or Laguna Sunrise. But now we're gonna actually play Laguna Sunrise live. Oh, that's but, um, sweet. But on there, I have a gong that every once in a while, if I want to <laughs> up and throw it in, I will. Oh, nice. But I try not you, to. You hit the wrong uh, one and it's like an Aussie. I don't have any of that. Although, but I do have, I do have Iomi caulking on it. Um, for, for sweet awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. That I've made all those samples myself. I, I found like a World War II air raid siren somewhere and I, oh. record, you know, I sampled, I had a sample and I, looped it for the Sick. for war pigs nice but um but yeah i mean you know for the whole last tour i was carrying on a cowbell to play one note in the wizard just like i would just <laughs> i would literally just pick it up off the ground and put it on my drum set and we'd play the wizard and i go and i just when it was over I'd <laughs> totally worth it totally worth <laughs> just like, it amazing i was carrying it around you know and and no one ever says anything i, I thought for sure people would be like Total props for hitting that one note in the wizard. Nice. And no one, no one ever does. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have thought they're weird rim shots or something, but it's a it's straight up. No, cowbell. it's a cowbell. Yeah, it's a cowbell. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I, I think the first one is purposeful. I think the second one he may have just accidentally hit it. Right. You know, like it was just. It was just in I mean, the They, might, they might both tapped. be an accident, but it's like <laughs> yeah. it's amazing how many. Like I, I listened to After Forever, and when the song starts. Um, you know, like, da, 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 da. well, Bill is actually playing, which doesn't make sense with what anybody else is playing. Like, and my bass player, Melanie is like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> that's not right. And I'm like, actually it is though. That's what he's playing. And she's like, well, it sounds wrong. And I'm like, somebody had posted on YouTube, the, you know, isolated drum. And I was like, yeah. I'll check it out. Here it is. Like, that's what he's yeah. playing. So little things like that will throw off. I can see that on the bass though, because she's doing the, the hammer-ons are kind of flowy there. So it would be weird yeah. if you're just suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of those things where, where at one show, someone will be like, oh, I can't believe you didn't play that. But, but like, you know, some guy. What kind of fans do you have? Like, uh, instead of groupies, you got these, like, dorks oh, coming back there. Well, you didn't play. <laughs> there's a lot of the, like, um, oh, well, let me tell you, you know, I only used uh, lighter strings. And I'm like, yeah, great. I don't know how the fuck you can stay in tune with, like, with light strings. He's an heavy one. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, not, I'm not stringing up a banjo string. You know, here. everyone wants to have their two cents on what, you know, what is true. It's like, you play yeah, good gear. You play gear that works for you. Part of a huge yeah. part of your tone and how you play is it's you. You know what I mean? So it's like mm -hmm. you can have Iomi's exact setup and you're not gonna sound like him, you know, unless you're you're gonna play like him. And playing like him is very odd because you know he's got the 
the fake fingertips. And I swear that has something yeah. to do with the acrobatics that he can do, but. Oh yeah. Um, There's some mojo in there for sure. Yeah. We definitely get a lot of, you know, people want to give their two cents on um, what you should be doing, <laughs> I guess. You yeah. know, it's, and it might be it might be the approach that some people take when they see a band that's a tribute band or like they, they write you off as that so they're just all they're doing is watching the the these specifics yeah um but i think they're losing out on what you guys are about because it is you just you just took the sabbath spirit and just ran with it but, but it goes back to what we were saying before though like about um you know what were sabbath when they were a live band in the 70s and what mm -hmm. did people think they were um, and, and our approach to it is more to sound like them live than to sound like their records. And, yeah. and so sometimes I'll play something that's literally right off of, you know, the Cal Jam bootleg or whatever. Like yeah. this is thing that Bill does here that I love. I'm so into it. I want to do that. And then there'll be, you know, somebody like, oh, that was amazing that you did that thing. And then somebody else would be like, oh, you know, Bill doesn't do that. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you can't win because you're already... I mean, it's hard to Sabbath. No one's going to come up to Sabbath and go like, hey, Tony, exactly. you didn't play the solo the same way you play on the record. But for us, we have to sound exactly like the mm. record. But then if we do, then people will be like, oh, well, I could have just listened to the record. So like, yeah. you know, you can't really win. So you do. we make yeah. ourselves happy, you know? Yeah. No, uh, just the other day, because you just asked me how many, like about my drum set. Yeah. You know, we played a whole show, right, on, you know, in the backyard and, and it's on the internet. So we're playing songs from every era, well, not every era, every, every you know, all the eight real Sabbath records. Sorry. <laughs> That's the, one, the ones that, you know, the, the four original. One movies, of my questions right? was going to be uh, that, you know. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get but anyway, there. so we're playing all this stuff. And so I've got, you know, my seven piece drum set so I can play Symptom of the Universe and whatever. And uh, on the Bill Ward fan page, someone posted a video of me playing Wicked World. Right. And everyone's like, great, great. Everyone loves it. And, but some dude chimes in, oh, you know, Bill played that on a four piece kit. And I'm like, like, okay, dude, like, number one, I'm literally only playing it on the four drums. Like, that's how I'm playing it. Yeah. But also, like, should I have been when we wanted to play, you know, like symptoms should I have gone and put more drums on just so you be happy that, you know, it's just yeah. like some of the people always have something to say. So you can't, yeah. you can't make them happy. You just make yourself happy. You know, I'd imagine most of your experience live fans would just be, this is amazing. And we're, we're basically getting a little savage. Like if, how can you not be happy at that point? But when, when you, you put your stuff out there in like a, a form, like a, or if it's on a YouTube link or something like that, the comment section is just, Yikes. <laughs> you know, we're, we're lucky. Like, it's not That's that bad. That's why I don't put like, my shit know, anywhere except for just the yeah. podcast feed. So people have to actually seek it out. <laughs> but I know other podcasts put their stuff up on YouTube and stuff. And just that's where you get the actual. You should see the comments that I write. They're just have, brutal. No I just, I'm on there all day like, scrolling like, every podcast. <laughs> do you do it from, <laughs> from the fireball? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you can't argue with people on the internet. It's there's no, there's nowhere to go with that. For sure. You know? And so. yeah, there's nothing rock and roll about a band kicking back to some troll. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every once in a while, we'll, every once in a while, we'll, we'll, we'll load in to a show and, you know, you'll get, you know, some sideways glance from a sound guy or, you know, whatever the hell. And, it's, oh, we're, oh. and then like, as soon as you start playing, they're like, oh shit, like, they know how to, they're, they're good, you know? So yeah. we usually, we're, we're, we're lucky. We don't get that much crap from people, thankfully.
That's you awesome. Know? One thing I've also noticed about you guys is uh, like sometimes the um, the ones that are more geared towards at least. So I grew up in Vancouver, and there was a there was like a Sabbath tribute that they were called Sack Blabbeth. Yeah, shout out to Sack Blabbeth. Okay. Um, but all the times that I'd see them, they'd always it would be them and like fucking live wire motley crew like it would be a tribute night kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. and i kind of like the vibes that you do like like you're fitting in with like bands like zach sabbath does it too like i know clutch took them on tour and stuff like that and i like seeing it in that kind of environment where it's kind of part of a of a bigger rock show as opposed to like a tribute thing that gets a little vegas for me when yeah, it's like yeah, a full bill of all yeah, we try to avoid we've, we've done a yeah. few you know and every once in a while like when we are on tour someone will book a tribute band to open for us. Um, we we ask our you know our agent basically tells the, all the promoters like no tribute bands you know, like right. no tribute bands opening. Not that like I don't have any problem with tribute bands. It just becomes a different um, really for the night. You know? It really does. Yeah, I yeah. Just, that's not what we're trying to yeah. do. Like it's like so and and we have a you know we'll usually have a cool local opener that plays their own you know their original band. Yeah. And then if we're ever we, we never usually don't open for anybody, but if we're yeah. opening, it's always for like. You know, we're opening for the food fight. You know, like it's yeah. like, you know, we we're playing a festival with, and no one, and there's no tribute band on the festival but mm -hmm. us. You know, so um, you know, cool. we've tried to have that be our thing from the get go. But every once in a while, I mean, there are some cool tribute bands out there that oh, that yeah. we're like, we're like we'll be like sitting in the dressing room and we'll be like, holy fuck, like <laughs> like who is that? And we go out and there's like some band just slaying Iron Maiden. Yeah. You know? and we're like wow they're good you know yeah. but uh um and that's cool because we like that we want to listen to cool maiden songs you know yeah but um but for the most part we don't want to get lumped, you know lumped into that well, yeah for sure it, what do you guys okay this one this one we might just cut out like i might not but because i don't want to like slag somebody <laughs> but what do you guys think of mac mac sabbath are they in your parts there i don't like <laughs> um I don't like I joke, say something I don't nice like joke bands. I mean, I'm sure they're great. Yeah. I'm sure they're wonderful. Like, you know, I, and I get it. It's funny, but like, like personally, is it though? Like personally, <laughs> like I don't like jokes, especially with my Sabbath. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like jokey yeah. doom. Like I like, I want like, uh, I take it seriously <laughs> and I want like, you know, it's heavy and I want it to be heavy. And that's the feeling I want is like, heavy power like i don't want to go and, yeah. and I reflect on corporate america and mcdonald's and <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know yeah I, yeah there's i mean i'll tell you what i <laughs> um i know those guys like they had a really cool band called rosemary's billy goat which was a local band in la okay um i know the name of the singer <laughs> i know who they are okay. um and they actually love fucking sabbath you know, um, and they're cool people. Um, but like Emily, like, I mean, Sab I worship Black Sabbath. And they actually do too, those guys. I mean, like John is a Sabbath freak. Like they love Sabbath, you yeah. know. Um, but I, you know, the reason we do this band is because I wanted to actually experience Black Sabbath and couldn't. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm just doing it and I can only watch it from behind, but I'm getting to kind of to have the best Sabbath. Yeah. But um, I don't, I think, it would be fun to see once, but I don't, I don't want to see it. That's more what yeah. it is. It feels like, it feels like, um, and you know, I haven't seen it live. It might just be a blast live. Um, but 
it does feel like a little cheap. It feels like a YouTube video that should be up. And then like you, you laugh at it and move on. The fact that the fact that they got a lot of traction and they were touring a lot. I was always thinking like, like my tributes need to be a little bit more pure too. I don't like the parody. Uh, yeah. The parody is the problem. Well, I mean, I have, I have a feeling they did it and it got big and then they were like, yeah, oh, might as well yeah. do this. You know, you know, like they thought it was funny. They did it and then it got big and then they were like, well, we can get paid. Oh, so yeah. let's go. I, I think that, yeah, I don't want to talk for them, but you know, no. why not? Right. Exactly. And it is hard. I would never be able to play a full set in a, in a Mayor McCheese costume. So, I mean, that's the props to that. And <laughs> if you want the truth, that's what I don't, I, that's what I don't like about them because it doesn't sound like Sabbath to me. And that yeah. may not be their fault because you can't really play the song. Yeah. And they don't try to do an Aussie vocal. It's just a big parody vocal whole yeah, time and stuff yeah, like that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a funny it's just a funny it's another one of the things and one band I love it's a Brown Sabbath like what they're doing when they take and they mm -hmm. just subvert yeah, really it cool. but just like love fucking amazing musicians mm -hmm. right um, yeah so there's all kinds of vibes there's all kinds of worship we can just we can <laughs> we can embrace it all but yeah. there is some yeah. stuff that I just think it's kind of yeah it, it rubbed me a wrong way when I heard but maybe I need to just open my eyes and realize that these are just fucking more people who like Sabbath. yeah it's not for me but you know yeah. I can see getting into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, what 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 I don't like is when we get lumped into that world. Yeah. You know, like like as if we're because we're women, it's somehow like that's that's like you know um, we're 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 in this like you know they're a joke band or there's a magician like a like, novelty. You know, like, like yeah. Like, yeah. You wouldn't say that about four guys playing heart. You know what I mean? Like you know why is it? Why are we, you know, that's true. I mean, people yeah. don't generally think of us that way, but there is a little, you know, I don't like when we get lumped in. Yeah. And I mean, there's a different level with you guys and like, um, what's the, what doesn't Nina Strauss do like a maiden? Oh, oh I didn't know that. Was it? The Iron Maidens? All female. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. 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 I mean, they're really, she, they're really good. I think she Nina, was. Is that sorry, Nina Strauss? Maybe. Like, I think that's how, before Alice Cooper and all that. Yeah. Think, yeah. But there was like that level where it's yeah. just like the music. I mean, yeah, those unreal. guys are fucking good. You know, I mean, we played some shows with them and that, that's what I was saying before. Like that. Sometimes we'll play with other tribute band, but it has to be like that. You know what I mean? Like we play with Hell's Bells. Yeah. They're also, you know, we're good. I don't think they even exist anymore. I don't know what's going on with them. But, um, but uh, uh, you know, that's a thing. That's, you know, like, you know, another band of, of, of women who are generally known for their original projects, but they also have this thing, which is what we do, you know? So, yeah. And that's part of the, the, the purity of it, I think. And like, it's funny too. I mean, I love, I love the punny stuff. I like the fact that like the Savage, that's amazing. And like, I like the, the play ons that you do. I love your, uh, your right, Henrietta, right, yeah. uh, devil girl. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, just little, the little feminine touches are, are cool. They're not happy. Yeah. You, and then, and the, the logo gets, yeah. you know, people who like English, English is not their first language like we'll try to bootleg black Sabbath stuff and they'll put our logo on it. So you'll go to like a Sabbath show and there'll be people in the street selling like a yeah. you know, picture of Ozzy and it has our logo underneath because they don't know that that's not what it says. <laughs> like there was a, there was a Buzzfeed, like Buzzfeed did a thing like, like, you know, 20 fashion fails. And it was like, you know, someone ordered this dress and this is what it looked like in the catalog, yeah. but then they got this. And one was, this dude ordered a black Sabbath hat and he gets a black Sabbath hat. But, but that one was like, but I got this hat and it's actually more rad <laughs> yeah. than I thought it would be like. And then he wrote to us like, nice. I yeah. found your band because of this and I love you that, you know, like, so, you know, yeah. That's awesome. 
Yeah. yeah. So you can have some vol vol four specific merch. Yeah. Yeah, we did a we Emily just did a thing of Alice. We did a picture of Alice yeah. like with the yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. So we have a master reality one. As did well. you see we in did. the deluxe edition when they did on like because that was really cool they did the the extra um like there was like some outtake stuff and all that stuff but they did the covers so they had one with like bill and it's like done in the volume four. Oh no i haven't seen that like, i haven't actually purchased the yeah, box really but, is cool it, is it, but is it bill from the original gatefold picture it, it oh it might have he has his sticks backwards yeah but it's done in it's done in the uh yellow was it Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah like it's done like, I don't it's have, done like the cover. Like it, it was cool. I, I, I was going to buy it on vinyl, but no one could tell me how they mastered the vinyl. And I was like, I'm not giving you all this money if I don't know if you, and I'm pretty sure they mastered it from digital masters. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'll keep my analog like versions. Yeah. It, I've heard, you know? I've heard good things. I haven't heard any real negative stuff about it, but I mean, yeah, we already have some pretty solid. Uh, I did hear the differences on the, you know, that the, on the, on the the live at last thing, there's a whole section in the Wicked World jam mm. that isn't on live at last. Oh, really? And I don't know if they lifted it from another show or if it was edited mm. out of the original release. I'm like, is this from a different show or is this something? My cat is just going crazy <laughs> over here. Um, or is this something that you know that they cut out of the first one? Or, you know, what is it, you know? So yeah. I don't know, but I was like listening to it with my like, you know, microscope ears today going like, okay, that's totally different. All right, know? this yeah. makes me wanna, all right, yeah. maybe I'll have yeah, to. I think, we, I think we all need it. Maybe <laughs> Pete can get us vinyl copies cheap. <laughs> Possibly. You gotta hook up. Her husband is like a record yeah. Yeah. guy. Yeah, oh, Amoeba is about to reopen, so that's. Oh, is he nice. gonna work? Yeah. He works yeah. at Amoeba. Yeah, oh, sweet. Yeah, stuff's been kind of. I have like I'm a smaller town, but there's a couple of record haunts here that I go to, and uh, they've been doing the curbside stuff and opening, reopening, and then I got into like the mail ordering stuff, but I just don't enjoy it. I mean, yeah, I like it's a little not bit the of same day, as yeah. as as going through the stacks, yeah. you know. And I love finding used, beat up old versions. Like oh, I got a too. version of yeah. Master of Reality that just does not play, but I love it. <laughs> Dude, I found a I found a I found a copy of Master of Reality at a at a, at a swap meet in the street in Brooklyn um, for a dollar and it had the poster inside of it. Nice. Yeah. Did you frame it up or did you just? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we redid that poster at one point. We have us in the woods. Yeah. We, nice. I think every doom metal band in existence. Has <laughs> <redone that poster. laughs> Very moody. Yeah. And there's a couple of variants of it where it's like bigger, like it's a six fold on one and then Oh, is that true? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever? Uh, if you're you're on Instagram, obviously, but follow Mistress of Reality. She is just like next level. With so she basically she's a hardcore Sabbath collector, but she's kind oh, okay. of made the the account that specifically just variants of Master of Reality. So all the covers <laughs> and like you, just for cool. days, oh, wow. I can sit there looking at it. It's just crazy. But she's awesome. Yeah, too. well, there's, yeah. Diff Shout out to there's Jen. a different color yeah. ones. There's the ones where it's, where it's miss where it says Masters of reality on, yeah. the, on the label my favorite is the brazilian yeah. one it's like it's like all colorful like it's all different colors for each letter <laughs> oh so i didn't like, saw that yeah that one's amazing i'll tell you how much of a sabbath freak i am it drives me fucking crazy when people say masters i love masters <laughs> of reality but 
that back then. Cool. They yeah. are good bands. I like the band. Man, I know Chris Sash. Like, he's a good guy. But fucking, I don't know what Sabbath album you're talking about. Yeah. You know, there's one, that's one thing with Ozzy. When he, when he, uh, he does, uh, when they did the, you were talking about it earlier, but the few times that they play Shockwave, doesn't he say Shockwaves? Yeah, yeah. He's this is Shockwaves. Oh, yeah. Shockwaves. <laughs> And that, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's one of those things that it actually I, says that on some of the bootlegs too. I guess because yeah. he says it. And, maybe that's what it was going to be called. I wonder if maybe that's what it was yeah, originally they called. Just, like, it was like a typo. Yeah. They're like, ah. My favorite song on that record. I love that. I personally love "Never Say Die." It's, it's a. It's, I love that record. Yeah, you know, it's incredible. I love I mean, it too. It's got such. Uh, I don't understand why it's shit on at all. Because I will go out on a limb here, and people are going to give me shit if this goes on your podcast Good. and say I like it better than Sabotage. That's insane. I, I'm there I'm with you. Say that's I'm there insane. with you. Oh, Emily's one of the Sabotage people. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. I, I love Sabotage. Okay, let's, so let's dive into that though. So <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good. You know, it's like, and I'm sure we've all done this where, you know, people ask you what your favorite you know, Sabbath record is. And it depends on the, yeah. the time. Like you'll start over and you're like, oh, yeah, it's so the first one. No, it's paranoid. Oh, you know, and you go through it, you know, totally. Yeah, um, totally. You cycle yeah. through. But I usually, I, I'm usually, uh, you know, I'll go to sabotage. It's, I, I don't think I've ever been like, okay. Sit down. <laughs> I mean, here, so here's where, I'll get, here's where I'll get the hate mail. Yeah. But I feel like sabotage it opens strong as fuck. Like they, you know, hole in the sky killer. Mm. Since in the universe, they literally invent thrash. Although, let's face it, Tony kind of stole the riff from from Brian May. It's pretty <laughs> much, you know, it's you know, it's stolen from Queen. You know, yeah. I. There's no, you know, there's uh, no stealing between those two. They're just um, on the same wavelength. But as it gets into the second side of that record they just fucking meander that there's it's great like the riffs on it are great like megalomania yeah. the riff is great yeah. the riff the riff is great but like the songs just kind of go off on these places and you're like it's not it feels like they're on a bunch of drugs and they just needed to make yes. a record well um <laughs> there's just there's the it, it all comes down to um whether or not you like am i going insane radio or not because that i that's my least favorite sabbath song really? probably well definitely my least actually, definitely my least favorite of like, well, the aussie era stuff i mean Tony Martin i heard stuff. you like talking about volume four and you were just like let's face it changes is shit i don't like, like changes you're just like you <laughs> i don't um, get it no and like and like look i think sabotage is one of the eight greatest records ever made by mankind yeah. Like, you know, like, like it's still better oh, right, than right. any yeah, other no, record. I, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. But, but like, but in the Sabbath <laughs> canon, like, I feel like they lose this, they lose the script a little bit. Mm. And, you know, it's not that focused. Um, whereas some people hate Sabbath Play Sabbath, and I fucking love Sabbath yeah. Play oh, Sabbath. So I, I, I think that, I think that's one of their most inventive records. They just, they go off in these places and it doesn't, they, I, they don't lose me. No. Like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, whoa, like looking for today, that's fucking great. Like it's one. just yeah. swinging and, you know, and then Spiral Architect, like it's just, they never lose me, you know? Yeah. Whereas I don't find myself putting on Sabotage yeah. that much. I love it. You know? I'm kind of there with you too. Definitely and so. I know that there's lots of people like, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I, like know. I love the I know. red. Like I love the red. I'm like, yeah. No, I know. And that's why I said it. <laughs> it's that same thing where it starts off you know, with, you know, uh, and most bands, you know, it's like first record, you know, 
and with with Sabbath, it's there's not a lot of bells and whistles, right? It's just guitar, bass, mm. drum, singing, you know. And as they progress in their career, they're adding keys and they're doing all these overlays and overdubs and eight million guitar parts and um and you kind of you know you start off you know i like the simplicity of these first records and then as you like get more into it you kind of grow what you see their traje trajectory you know like as they were like maybe we should try this and it just gets crazier and crazier right and, and i think that's why mm. i like that record because it's just like them just out of their minds you know what i mean like to me it yeah. feels like they're just like what else can we do like we're just so like i don't know drugs <laughs> we're just so <laughs> drugs <laughs> there was probably three years where it was my favorite album of all time yeah. you know what i mean like and then it was all about volume yeah. four um but now I, I you know i think the first album is like is to me it's just like you know they're they're so swinging, they're so jazz. But as a record, like what is their best record? Like what's the record? Like right. like if, if you had to put in a time capsule and say this is Black Sabbath, it's always paranoid. Like it has to be. Like, you know, I know it's overplayed and but but what on earth is better than War Pigs? Like Electric like, Funeral. I'm even tired of playing it sometimes, but it's just it's it you can't fucking it, yeah. nothing's better than it like and then what is better than fairies wear boots like nothing <laughs> is better than like nothing yeah. on earth is better than fairies wear boots like it, nothing swings like that in the whole world nothing like duke ellington doesn't swing like fairies wear boots you know um well, and, it's and just I think, like, like holy shit. if you had to you know for for like the the sabbath sound it's like you know i think we all had that same experience when the first time you hear war pigs you're like it's it's like otherworldly you know what i mean you're like what is this what's happening <laughs> like this is insane like this sound is so you know like i want to like crawl into the sound so yeah. um yeah you know i go back and forth it's that same thing paranoid you know if yeah if i was going to play a record for aliens which one would it be it would probably be that if I were on a desert yeah. island, is that the record I take? I don't know. I got to think about it. And again, it would depend on <laughs> what, you know, where I was in the yeah. chain. And then I start over and then I'm like, where am I? You know, do I want to? Right. Totally. You know. Well, I, I know that my like isolation, uh, COVID, which is an actual thing that we experienced album has been volume four. I've just found that you can sink into the atmosphere of that thing. And I find something new in it every time, yeah. just like catching certain vibes. Laguna Sunrise is one of the most beautiful pieces of guitar work from him. Just yeah. amazing. Um, and yeah, like there's just enough looseness. It's a funny one when, when you think about the fact that like, um, I know like Bill has even said like he's not happy with certain or wasn't happy with certain things and like just the whole process of it. But the whole, the fact that that one really feels self-produced yeah. mostly like i know totally. that there's a lot where they've attached themselves yeah. as like self-produced but it kind of like tech x like kind of became that's an iomi project more yeah. than anything it, it, to my ears because yeah. it just sounds like and i think we can all agree that that's the worst <laughs> yeah. Sabbath record. Uh, of the, if we're going in our wheels yeah. that we're going of, here of, yeah. of the eight of yeah. the eight you yeah know? i mean I'm with yeah you know i mean yeah. there will be times where i'll be like I'm oh yeah let's see and i'm just like fucking love yeah. this record yeah. it's so good yeah but it's but it's but it's the one comparatively that's yeah 
You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Comparatively. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, yeah. that's something that gets lost sometimes when you're like arguing online with people right. or whatever, or even here, like it gets lost when we're saying like, cause I mean, we love all these albums and that's the thing with Sabbath. It's such a great variety, even within that first Ozzy era, like that yeah. you can, you can have those little arguments and not be shitting on anything. But I think I with my podcast is kind of bad because it kind of timestamps like when I say something. So. <laughs> oh, of course. And then I'll just say like, if you, the, the worst Black Sabbath album is still a great album. Yeah. So like if technical ecstasy the is- Headless the Cross? Of, you talking about the Headless Cross? Black Sabbath, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm talking about the eight <laughs> record. If, if technical ecstasy is the worst Black Sabbath album, it's still a great album. If Destroyer is the best Kiss album, it's still shit. Cause Kiss oh, is still- <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, but I mean, I mean, do you want to talk about Headless Cross and stuff like that about, you know, you want to talk about the other- Yeah, we might as well. Like that's something that uh, it'd be interesting to talk to you guys about, like, cause I know you've, you've picked the kind of the, 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 the zone that you're going there, but I know like Emily, you're a Dio head, right? Like you, you definitely would fuck with some heaven and hell stuff. Have you guys ever thought about kind of branching into that stuff? We get or? asked that a lot. I mean, it, it would, I mean, we've talked about it maybe for like a special occasion. I mean, I love, I love Dio Sabbath. It's almost to me like a different band. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's it is like, right? it's it just, it, I, it's so awesome, but it's just, it's just so separate. Like I don't even put it in mm-hmm. together. Like it, I, you know, so I, in a set, I don't know, like, I don't know how that would roll. I mean, yeah. My feeling about it is like, we're a band, right? We're four people who have a certain sound and a certain energy that we create together. And we all really like, like when I, I also love the Grateful Dead. We're not playing Grateful Dead cover. You know what I mean? Like right. that. So that the thing that we're doing together has an identity. And the identity is very that 70s swing vibe of, of the early Sabbath. Hmm. And so like when when Sabbath Mark I got back together, they weren't going to play Heaven and Hell stuff. And when Heaven and Hell went out recently, I, and I know that, you know, Sabbath Mark II did play Ozzy stuff, but when they got back together recently, they weren't going to play because that's not their stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And to me, like Emily just said, it is a different, I mean, I know that people love to argue it, but it really is a different band. I mean, there's no question that even, I mean, Heaven and Hell is three of the four members. Mob Rules is two of the four members. Mm. Um, It's not the same. It doesn't sound like Sabbath to me. I mean, it doesn't sound like that, what I consider to be Black Sabbath Mark yeah. One. Now I get that it's Tony's name and he can do what he wants. Yep. You know, and we should all face facts that Tony, a lot of times did not want to call his projects Black Sabbath, but because of record so, company yeah. pressure and because we live in a world of commerce, that made more sense for him. Yeah. And he can do whatever he wants and that's on him. But for us, it's like, well, that's not what we're doing. Like, mm-hmm. and I told you before, me and Emily did some shows with the Skinner band. We're not throwing you know, Freebird into the set anytime either. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, you know, it's just not the same. No matter you know? how much um, they yell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you get... no matter what gig you're doing, somebody's going to yell Freebird. People still, people still love to do that in upstate New York. They really do. They so really when we, do. When we, when we were on tour in 2020, we played a bunch of shows in upstate New York and, uh, and people were yelling Freebird at us. Not, not a lot, not obnoxiously, but, and I stopped the shit, well, I didn't stop, but I, in the middle of those two songs, I said, let me tell you something, Me- 
Yeah, Emily and I can fucking play that shit note for note. And if you yell it one more time, we're going to play it. And then everyone in this audience, I was like, you'll know who to blame. So I was like, so do you want us to play Freebird? Or do you want us to play Sabbath Bloody Sabbath? And then then people were like, Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. And that dude did not say that again. Like he was done. That is like next level dealing with a heckler. That's awesome. Yeah. And I got to tell you also as a drummer, like, you know, the, there's only, I mean, born again as well, but you know, Bill doesn't play on mob rules. Bill doesn't play on most of those later day Sabbath records. And that's, I'm not doing that. Like that's, yeah. we're not doing 13. Like we're not doing yeah. that. You know, it's yeah. not Bill. It doesn't sound like Bill to me and it doesn't feel, mm. it doesn't have the same swing. Yeah. And that's what I want to play. That's what I actually respect about Apathy because, like, he didn't try to sound like Bill. Um, And, like, I liked the way that he did a different kind of like he he's always himself there. And I mean, the the kinship between him and Dio and all that. So it it all it all worked with Dio Sabbath. Like, so I have no problem. Like, Like the banner of Black Sabbath, I don't feel I'm not one of those purists where it's like the banner is tainted by the fact that they did these things. Cause they did some pretty amazing shit, Yeah, but it was like with the journey I took, cause going into it, I really hadn't heard anything other than Ozzy Sabbath. That's what I grew up knowing as Sabbath. And it was like discovering new bands and I enjoyed that. So I, I definitely throughout the podcast, I've become like a fan of Dio and all that stuff, but I can totally see if I was going to like, if I was going to start my own like little tribute band, like I did, did you know, I'd only play stuff that has geezer on it or something. Cause that's for me, that's the Sabbath that I like. I like, I lock onto the bass. So right. I like even like yeah. cross purposes is my favorite Martin era just cause it's geezers on it. And like, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Dio stuff. Cause no, it's totally. Oh, yeah. 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 I was, um, I was, uh, the other day, um, I was doing stuff in my studio, decorating, putting up pictures and stuff. And I put on mob rules and, and I texted Emily and I was like, Oh my God, it's a rocker. Me. That right based, uh, you know I mean? You know, I mean, I, I saw that tour. That's, <laughs> yeah. and I, I loved, I've been in love with the record, but I haven't listened to it in years, you know? And I just put it on and I was like, fuck, yeah. it's so good. It's really yeah. good. You know, but we're not going to play country girl either because no. it's just, you know, it, it's just not the same vibe yeah. to me. Yeah, know? for sure. I mean, um, as you know, I, I love Iomi and there's, there's great riffs on every single record. A- anything he like he's the riff master we know this so like any any record of his there there are at least you know several riffs where you're like that was worth it you know but it's it's different it's a different each i i consider it each each segment of sabbath is like a different band to me it just doesn't yeah they're just different entities what about what about like thirteen? Do you feel like that was a great return, or are you in the camp that it gets a lot of heat? Um, I know I said that I liked it kind of, and I get lampooned all the time. Like they're just like that's the worst thing. Oh, ever. It, I would again. I just what I said. Like there's great riffs on it. every time. You're like, God damn! Like I cannot believe he just came up with a new riff. Like you know, after forty years or whatever, you know, a new riff that's super cool and sick. You know, so it's there's always mm-hmm. those little gems, you know, in there. Yeah. I was literally First. just about to say that of the two records that they made in that five-year span, the, the devil, you know, record that the Dio era guys made yeah. and 13, I think the devil, you know, is a much better record. Yeah. Um, I think that the riffs are better, but I also think the production is better. I think that Mike Exeter 
who, you know, mm-hmm. I know, um, just got more of a Sabbath sound out of it. Like, I think Rick Rubin tried so hard to like, to, I mean, you know, it's like, there's like, there's a song that sound, tries to sound just like Planet Caravan. Yeah. There's a song that really tries to sound, it, yeah. you know, um, and you know, there's auto tune on the vocals and you know, that everything's cut to a click and it's yeah. recorded on Pro Tools and it, it just doesn't sound like Sabbath to me. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, and again, it's, it's cool and they can do what they want and it's a thing, but it's not something to me that I, that I see us ever getting excited. If we're not going to, you know, play God is dead or, you know, yeah. it's just, I mean, I'm not capping on it. I'm just saying we're not, it's not something that excites me. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I hear you. So the last one you'd sneak in would be like, um, was, was selling your soul. Like the last one that was actually the four lads. I'm trying to think. Like, um, actually it's not. No. That, you know that, that's the one with the drum machine is it yeah okay yeah do you know that i was do you know do you know that i was there and i almost played on that record what um yeah so oh so you know you know you know some deep stuff here so you, you yeah, okay yeah. so you're you know exeter is that is that the connection here I, well yeah but i also know bob marlette and bob marlette is who who uh mixed reunion and recorded psycho man and selling my soul okay. and i think i may be the one who outed the drum machine but i'm not sure um <laughs> so I'll t- this is the story so um i was in a band on interscope and we were working with bob marlette and we were at a m which is you know a huge studio here now in la and we were recording in one room the big room i think it's studio a yeah, Jim, crystal in the room. Jim Hansen, right? it's called studio is that a we were? The, 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 people call it the the yeah, crystal yeah. room yeah now it's called now it's yeah. called jim henson studios but at the time it was called a&m mm-hmm. so um and bob was also so the reason we got a good rate to record at a&m was because bob on warner brothers dime was mixing uh a reunion in the other in the studio b in the other room okay. right and so i'm in there tracking drums so there my drum sets in there 26 inch Ludwig from the 70s, yeah. you know, and they had recorded Psycho Man already. So he said to me, um, they have another song, and I think I'm going to bring somebody in to play drums on it. Would you be willing to do it? And I was like, are you fucking crazy? Like, are you, are you, you're asking me to play on the Black Sabbath reunion album? Like, do you, is there any possible way I would ever say no to that? Like, you know, yeah. like, you know, like, yeah fucking do it like i'll I'll do it in a second you know um you just have to sign <laughs> this contract <laughs> like, so we finished i actually did feel i was like i can't jack up my hero and play on his record you know yeah. like but um so there wasn't any more talk about it and mm. then they he kept mixing the record and then we ended up going to bob's house and re- re- finishing our recording at his home studio and uh and i said to him you know whatever it was a few days later or a few weeks later whatever it was it's a long time ago. Um, so what happened? You know, what did you do? And he said, "Oh, I just I used a drum machine on it, but don't tell anybody." And um, and I was like, "Really?" And he was like, "Yeah, it was just easier. I programmed I programmed something, and Tony came in and played, and then Ozzy, you know, they did it all in separate parts, you know." Yeah. Um, so the last thing the four of them played on is actually Psycho Man. Psycho Man. Wow. Um, that's so, wild. But yeah. Yeah, that's why you got that very, I came man. this this close to playing on it. That must have been really tough, um, yeah. though, like having that, like knowing that it was like just hearing that about yeah. Bill Ward like that, that would make you 
you know, cause that's kind of behind the scenes and like, you don't know what they're saying to his face and like how it's like, I mean, I assume they carried on quite a bit after that with the reunions and yeah, such, yeah. but that I mean, kind it of was put a, a kind of, kibosh on the whole originals. He from clearly them, you know? could play because they toured for years after that. Yeah. You know, I mean that 99 tour, they were crushing, like mm -hmm. so good. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, that was good. <laughs>